is the 8th chapter. I want you to turn to Genesis chapter 8 this morning and Jeremiah chapter 8. And actually I'm going to read one verse that, uh, that Brother Johnny read last week. Uh, in uh, Genesis 8 verse 22 and Jeremiah 8 and verse 20. And uh, again, we're, we're glad you're here today. If you're here today not saved, I urge you to uh, prayerfully consider uh, listening to the Lord today and uh, following the Holy Spirit and listening to God's Word. Uh, if you are saved, uh, I, I urge you to uh, seek the closest walk with the Lord that you've ever had since you've been saved because I believe it's uh, the time's call for it. Amen. Amen. Gen- Genesis 8 and verse 22. The Bible said, While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Jeremiah 8 verse 20. The harvest is past, the summer's ended, and we are not saved. Thank you. You can be seated. Our Father, we do bless Your name, Lord, today as we look out over the congregation today. So many blessings. Thank You for the Sunday school hour. And uh, thank You, Lord, for our, our teachers and those that are willing to come to be taught and be a part of the class. And uh, Father, we ask You now today, uh, Lord, to just uh, open up my heart and uh, bring out things uh, old and new. Uh, that, Lord, need to be said this morning. Uh, thank you for all those that have uh, stood up today and they're going to stand up again this evening uh, down at the Creek Bank and uh, they're starting to make their stands for the Lord. And, uh, Father, bless the church today. May you get all the glory. And, uh, Father, may you direct all that's said and done. And, uh, Lord, we ask you to forgive us of our sins. Forgive me of my personal sins, my failures, and cleanse me, uh, Lord, and I ask to be filled today uh, with Your Holy Spirit. Give us liberty today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Uh, Genesis, the Bible said, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall never cease. Uh, you have heard it said, I'm sure I have heard it said uh, all of my adult Christian life, I have heard it said that uh, at the end of the age that you'll not be able to tell one season from another. Uh, that is fake news. Uh, the Bible just tells you right here in the Word of God, it just says that that's not going to happen. It said, while the earth remaineth, seed time, harvest, cold and heat, and summer and winter and day and night, they shall not cease. But Jeremiah said the harvest is past and the summer is ended. And uh, so we know that though that we'll always be able to tell one season from another season, uh, uh, that there does come an end to each season. Uh, August 31st, uh, so I'm told, uh, is the end of summer. And so just a few days ago, we ended the summer of 2020. Uh, that summer is ended. It's over with. And I have to say, I never want to rush time, but I have to say, thank God it is. Amen. And uh, when we think about uh, this, uh, this summer of 2020 and uh, even the spring, but I'm focusing on the summer today. When we think about the end of the summer of 2020, 
we can make sure of this. Uh, it'll be one we'll never forget. Uh, it'll be one we may not be able to tell you what happened in 2019 or 18 or 17, but the summer of 2020 uh, will be one that we will never forget. And uh, our children will tell their grandchildren about it. And their grandchildren may tell their children about it. Because it was a unusual summer unlike anything that we have ever seen before. And uh, we had the coronavirus or the uh, Chinese virus or COVID-19 or the plague or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we had it. Amen. And uh, we realize that uh, we're still dealing with that uh, to a greater or lesser extent. Uh, and uh, I don't know if it'll go on in through the year, if it'll be over after the election. I don't know. We'll just wait and see. Uh, but I'll say this, if it goes over, I guess it'll be COVID-21. I don't know how they work that. Amen. But anyway, what I'm saying is we will never forget the summer of 2020. We all dealt with something that we have never ever dealt with before. I'm 66 years old uh, and never in my 66 years of living do I personally remember anything like we dealt with this past summer. Amen. And uh, never in my life have I ever seen, even though it has happened, but I didn't know anything about it, but I never have seen a time uh, when uh, many, uh, the larger percentages of the churches uh, uh, were closed uh, and were streaming online if they were doing anything at all. Uh, and uh, I didn't enjoy that one bit. I hope and pray that I never see that happen again. Uh, again, we were all dealing with things that we never had dealt with before. We were all reacting to things uh, that we never had reacted to before. We were all being told things uh, that we didn't know if it was true, if it wasn't true. Uh, and I'd say most of us probably did the best we knowed how to do at the moment, right or wrong. Uh, uh, but what I'm saying is we will never ever forget the summer of 2020. All of the cancellations. I mean, we live in a nation where that sports is a God. And the Bible says in the last days that men will be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And we had seen that happen. We knew what was going on. But I never before seen something that would even close down the sporting things. Even close down... Uh, all of the different Super Bowls and Rose Bowl and Toilet Bowl and all the other things that they have going on. Never thought we'd see anything like that uh, happen, uh, and we did. And uh, uh, then we were all commanded uh, uh, to social distance and uh, to stay away from each other. And uh, uh, we tried to do that. I think some carried it a little too far. 
I went through a drive-thru the other day and I think they thought you're supposed to social distance six feet in your car uh, uh, because I'm trying to get up to the window and the lady in front of me is six feet behind the other car uh, and she will not move. Uh, uh, but I think, you know, there's some good to it, but they also, uh, some things we can carry too far. Uh, cancellations. I know the class, the graduating class, uh, of uh, 2020, I know that they will never forget not getting to walk down the aisle, not getting to do all the things that you go to school 12 years to get to do, uh, uh, and then you had to do online or drive by or something like that, uh, and uh, you know, just really a bummer. Uh, but you know, uh, that class will probably be remembered more than any other class uh, uh, because they'll be remembered as the class uh, uh, that didn't get to do everything they usually always did uh, uh, because of uh, all that was going on. And then there was the crazy riots and uh, the crazy looting uh, and uh, the destruction, the death, the damages uh, and uh, all the things that uh, was going on or still going on to some extent. Uh, uh, there was the uh, presidential campaign uh, uh, that's still going on and uh, we won't know the outcome of that until November uh, the 4th uh, uh, and we still got that going on. Uh, and then we think about the countless lives uh, uh, that were lost uh, uh, during this past summer and all of that uh, uh, we come to realize. And so it makes us glad uh, that the summer is ended. Uh, uh, but I want to preach this morning. What I want to preach this morning, I want to preach on uh, the summer of 2020. And I want to give you three things about the summer of 2020. Jeremiah 8.20, the Bible said, The summer's ended and we are not saved. That's what Jeremiah said. And I want to say this morning that in the summer of 2020, that it ended without some people being saved. It ended August 31st, and there were some people that went in January 1, and they wasn't saved. And at the end of the summer of 2020, they are not saved. There's only only two classes of people today in this room, in the world, wherever you want to go. There's only two classes of people. Now you'll remember you'll remember when that. A mighty ship, the Titanic, when it was built, uh, and the boast was made that even God could not sink uh, uh, this ship. You may have watched the movie or read the book, uh, uh, but there were actually three lists of people uh, as they boarded uh, uh, that Titanic. Uh, there were three classes of people. Some of them boarded, uh, and they boarded what was called first class. Uh, uh, there was another group that boarded uh, and they were called second class. Uh, uh, there was another group that boarded uh, and they were called third class. Uh, there were three classes of people uh, that boarded uh, uh, on that uh, Titanic. Uh, uh, but just a few hours later, uh, uh, just a little bit later, uh, there would only be two classes of people uh, uh, when it was all over that unboarded that plane or that uh, ship. Uh, 
and uh, at the White Star Line offices, uh, if you walked in, uh, there would be uh, two boards, uh, and one of them would say saved, uh, and the other one would say lost. Uh, and everybody on that ship, their name uh, uh, was in one line or the other. They were either saved uh, or they were lost. Uh, I want to tell you this morning that everybody in this whole wide world, uh, uh, they'll fit another one heading. Uh, uh, either you're saved uh, or you're lost. Uh, uh, there's no in-between. There's no purgatory, so to speak. Uh, uh, you're either saved uh, or you're lost. Uh, and uh, when we think about going through a summer like we just went through, uh, it's hard to imagine that at the end of it that there'd be anybody uh, uh, that was lost, that was of age, uh, uh, to know uh, that they were lost. Amen. Uh, uh, but there was and there is. Uh, uh, but you say, well, Brother Rick, why would that be? Especially with... Uh, with what's been going on uh, uh, with the news, whether true or whether bad, uh, uh, with all the people we've seen dying uh, and people watching that on the news, hearing it talked about every day, talked about at home, talked about at church, uh, uh, talked about in the community. If there was anybody lost, uh, why would they not get saved uh, uh, with that kind of a picture painted in front of them? Well, I want to say this. I want to say this morning. Uh, that there always has been people that didn't get saved. Always. Always will be. And uh, we think about the people. There's people, they did not get saved because they didn't know they needed to be saved. Uh, they did not get saved because they thought they couldn't be saved. Uh, uh, they did not get saved uh, because they didn't have opportunity to get saved. Uh, but you know there's some people and they just simply refuse to get saved. Uh, they just simply refuse to get saved. You say, Brother Rick, really? Yes. The Bible tells of a young man in uh, Matthew 19 verse 16 and uh, a young man, a good young man, uh, uh, a young man that had money, a young man that uh, had everything uh, uh, except eternal life. And the Bible said that he came uh, and he said unto him, Good Master, talking about Jesus, what good thing shall I do that I might have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep commandments. And he saith unto him, Which? Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbors thyself. And the young man said unto him, All these have I kept from my youth up, what lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell thou hast, give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven, and come and follow me. Watch verse 22. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Uh, uh, there was a young man Jesus was willing to save. Uh, uh, Jesus was sorrowful because he didn't get saved. Uh, uh, but you know why he didn't get saved? 
because he refused to be saved. Amen. There's people like that in the world. I've dealt with them for the last 40 years. And they've been around before that. And so some people are not saved at the end of the summer of 2020 because they refuse to get saved. And then there's some, they're not that rebellious. They're not that stubborn. They're not that... They're not that stone-faced about it. Uh, They really had plans of getting saved uh, in 2020. Uh, They was going to get saved in January. Uh, They was going to get saved in February. They was going to get saved in March. They was going to get saved month after month after month. Uh, But finally we came to August the 31st. uh, And as Jeremiah said, the summer had ended uh, and they were not saved. Amen. Uh, You say, what was their problem, Brother Rick? Well, their problem was they didn't want to get saved. Uh, Their problem was that they hadn't planned on getting saved. Uh, Their problem was uh, uh, that they were just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. uh, And hell is full uh, of people uh, uh, that was going to get saved. uh, uh, But they just kept putting it off. Uh, uh, The word for that is procrastination. Uh, uh, We just keep procrastinating. uh, And we're going to do it this revival and then the next revival and then this camp meeting or this Sunday morning and then next Sunday morning. uh, And so the fact is uh, that 2020, the summer of it ended uh, and there were some folks that really truly planned uh, on getting saved. uh, uh, But they still are not not saved because uh, they put it off. Uh, uh, they're like they're like Felix there in uh, Acts twenty four twenty four, and uh, the Bible said, and after certain days, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, which was a Jewess. He sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. He heard about Christ. And he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment. In other words, he told him, you need to get right. He told him, you need to take control of yourself. Don't let your flesh beat you out of getting saved. Some people let their flesh beat them out of getting saved. Amen. And then he said of judgment. No doubt he told him about the great white throne judgment no doubt he told him about all those that deny Christ uh, will one day go to a devil's hell uh, and the Bible said Felix trembled he felt it he heard it uh, uh, he was under deep conviction but the Bible said he said go thy way for that after a time when I have a convenient season He said, I will call for you. Uh, And so there's people like that. Uh, uh, There's people that think I can get saved uh, uh, anytime I want to get saved. Uh, uh, Well, there might be a a little bit of truth in that, uh, uh, but there is another side of that. Uh, uh, You might could get saved next Sunday, provided you were here next Sunday. Uh, You might could get saved this fall provided you were here this fall. Amen. I I mean, God wants to save sinners. Uh, He's not willing that any perish, but that all come to repentance. Uh, He died on an old rugged cross so people get saved. Uh, And I believe God's in the saving business. Amen. 
Uh, but some people put it off. Uh, uh, just put it off. Uh, uh, don't put off. Listen, you can put off a dentist appointment, a doctor's appointment. Uh, I, I've done that many times. Uh, I sometimes took great pleasure in doing it. Uh, uh, but the one thing you do not want to put off, uh, you don't want to put off your eternal soul salvation. Uh, uh, the Bible said, They that seek me early, they will find me. Uh, uh, in any crowd you want to go into, uh, I can ask for a raise of hands uh, of how many people got saved at 24 years and under and the majority of that crowd will raise their hand. Uh, they got saved as a young person. Uh, uh, they got saved as a young adult. Uh, but you'll find them few and far between uh, uh, that get saved after they reach on up in years. Amen. It's not impossible uh, that that is impossible with men is possible with God but it just don't usually happen amen that's why it's wonderful when these young people like this come and get saved amen so some were not saved the summer of 2020 people that refused to be saved people that wanted to get saved but they procrastinated and now the summer's ended and then there's those people that died suddenly. I wonder how many people had planned on getting saved that wound up in an intensive care unit on a ventilator and wanting to talk to a preacher, but a preacher can't come in. Nobody can come in unless God sends them a Christian nurse or a Christian doctor. I mean, uh, what hope do they really have? Uh, and we think about those that died suddenly. Because you see, uh, if you go out that door this morning, uh, you may come back tonight. You may come back next week. I can't say you won't. Uh, uh, you have that, that potential, that possibility. But if you die today, if you die today, I know you're not coming back. Uh, you say, why? You crossed a line. Amen. Uh, uh, you crossed a line of no return. Uh, uh, now, I have never been to Niagara Falls. Uh, how many has been to Niagara Falls? All right, a lot of people's been to Niagara Falls. I've never been there. But they tell me uh, that there's a certain place along that as you head toward the falls. Uh, uh, they tell me there's a certain place there with signs up and it says PNR. Uh, and what that means is point of no return. Turn. Uh, uh, once you get to that point, uh, uh, headed down through there, once you go past that point of no return, uh, uh, there is no stopping. You're going over the falls. You're going to go. Amen. Uh, I want to tell you that if you die without Jesus Christ, uh, uh, you have reached a point uh, of no return. Amen. Uh, uh, you have reached a point of no return. Uh, I read about an airplane, uh, this about a cockpit of an airplane, uh, and a man was allowed to go on there and take a tour of the airplane. Uh, and as they took him up into the cockpit, they took him up where the pilots actually said, uh, he noticed, uh, he noticed a, a thing there, and it said PNR. Uh, and he said, what, what is that? What does that mean? Uh, he said, well, sir, 
He said this this planet, this plant, this commercial jet. Uh, he said it goes uh, uh, from America to England. Uh, and he said every plane, no matter where you're going, uh, every plane has on it a point uh, uh, which that once you reach that point, you cannot turn back. Uh, uh, you can't go back. You don't have enough fuel to go back. Uh, uh, you cannot do it. Uh, can I tell you that every life uh, that's born into this world, uh, can I tell you that every life, uh, they have a point out there of no return. Uh, uh, you say, where is it, Brother Rick? I can't tell you where it is. Uh, but there is a line out there that when you die and you breathe your last breath and you're not saved, uh, you reach a place of no return. Uh, no return. In 2020, the summer of 2020, reached that place, you can bet on it. But, the Bible says, Jeremiah said, we are not saved. Now Jeremiah said, we are not saved. That don't mean some people didn't get saved. And I want to say in the summer of 2020, though there were some that did not get saved, uh, glory to God, thank the Lord, uh, hallelujah to Jesus, bless His holy name, uh, I, I high five for Jesus, uh, I thank God that during the summer of 2020, there was some uh, uh, that got saved, thank God. Uh, isn't that good? Uh, oh yes. Uh, I had one pastor tell me doing online services. Uh, I had one pastor tell me this. Uh, he said, Brother Rick, uh, uh, he's, I said, I don't like it. Do you? And he said, no, I don't like doing it. I said, ain't the same. He said, no, it ain't the same. Uh, uh, but he said, Brother Rick, uh, he said the other day, he said, I had one saved on an online service. Uh, I said, you're kidding. He said, no. He said, they come back on our website. They got... Uh, they got the email and uh, they got in touch with me and I got in touch with them uh, and I was able to lead them to the Lord. Uh, uh, well, praise God. Amen. Uh, uh, but you know, every time a preacher preaches, uh, every time a church door is opened, uh, uh, every time uh, there's some things that go on every time. It'll go on here this morning. You say, what do you mean? Well, it's found over in the book of Acts. When Paul was over there at a place called Mars Hill, and Paul was over there preaching, and these people were superstitious. It wasn't that they didn't have a God. They had every God but the real God. And they were so afraid that they wouldn't have the right God that they made idols to every God that they knew of. And in case they missed one, they even made an idol and inscribed upon it was to the unknown God. And Paul began to preach to them there, and he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, you've got this here uh, to the unknown God whom you ignorantly worship. He said, uh, and uh, he preached to them there, and uh, all of that mentions the Lord, uh, uh, tells about the judgment day. But look down in verse thirty-two. And the Bible said there, Acts 17.32, And when they had heard of the resurrection of the dead, in other words, He told them Christ died on the cross and Christ rose from the dead. And it said some of them mocked Him. And others said, We will hear Thee again. 
But then there was one little group there, verse 34, and certain men clave unto him and believed. Aren't you glad that even though some mocked, uh, even though some procrastinated and said, I'll hear you again, uh, uh, there were certain men there uh, and they said, we will believe. Amen. Uh, I'm glad that during the summer of 2020, uh, I'm glad, thank God, uh, uh, that there were some uh, that did get saved. Amen. Uh, uh, we got some of them sitting here this morning. Uh, uh, thank God there's two of them. There's one back there. Amen. Uh, uh, there's some that's not here. Uh, uh, but thank God there were some that were saved. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, in the summer of uh, uh, 2020. And I say praise God for that. Amen. Uh, amen. Uh, good to have Sheila and Larry with us today. Uh, uh, I'm sorry I've slowed down. I ain't what I used to be. Uh, I, I'm sorry I've mailed watered it down and modernized. Uh, uh, amen. No, if you come back 20 more years from now and they roll you in that door uh, and they roll me upon the platform, uh, I'll still be doing just like I'm doing today, like I was doing then, because uh, I only got one gear. I stripped all the rest of them out a long time ago. Amen. Uh, some died. Suddenly, I was listening to a preacher the other day, and he said, My granddaddy said he'd eat ham, eat bacon. He said he'd eat fatty hamburgers. And he said the doctors told him all his life, said, You better quit eating that stuff, it's going to kill you. And he said, Sure enough, it did. He died the other day at 90 years old. Amen. Amen. There were some that got saved. You say, why did they get saved? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about all? Well, this hurts my heart. Have you thought about all the children that would have got saved in vacation Bible school this year? Have you thought about all the children that would have got saved up at Camp Canaan this year? But they didn't get to have vacation Bible school. And they didn't get to have Camp Canaan. Have you thought about all the people that would have got saved in the spring and fall revivals uh, uh, that would have went on in the jubilees and the camp meetings? Uh, uh, but they didn't get saved because that didn't happen. But thank God they were some in spite of all that. They were some that still got saved. Uh, amen. They didn't get saved at Bible school. They got saved in a Holy Ghost Sunday morning service. Amen. Amen. You say, why did some people get saved? Because they were like that prodigal son. You see, there were some good things and some bad things about this thing. You say, what do you mean? Well, though some will remember 2020, some will remember 2020, as the year they got out of church. Thank God that ain't none of you. Because you're all here this morning. But there will be some that will not make it back. Not make it back. Isn't that sad? But look here. Look here. There were some... Uh, one, thing, one thing that's happened is that this thing, it made some people come to themselves. 
The Bible said of that man in Luke 15, verse 17, and when he had came to himself, you say, what made him come to himself? The hog pen. Amen. Something unusual, something he wasn't used to, this boy wouldn't. Did you know sometimes God lets things come into our world for this reason? He does it so, uh, He does it so that we might come to ourselves. Uh, and we might realize, uh, I think there's some few people out there along the way, and they said, wait a minute, uh, uh, this thing's real, people's dying, uh, I may die, uh, I thought I was never going to die, I thought I was going to live forever, but this thing could take me, and I'm not right with God, and I need to get right with God, and some people got saved because they came to themselves. They came to themselves. And some people got saved. Because it was a crisis. I've heard people say, well, Brother Rick, I've had people tell me this, Brother Rick, Brother Rick, I, they come to me because he's having marriage problems or financial problems or health problems. And we get to talking, I say, are you saved? And they say, no, I'm not saved. I said, well, you need to get saved. They say, well, I wouldn't want to get saved just because something's going on in my life. Can I tell you this morning that any time you get saved is a good time. It's a good time. And can I tell you that 50% probably of people that get saved, uh, they get saved because something happens, there's a crisis in their life uh, that drives them to God. Amen. You see, if you don't get saved, you've got a real crisis. But you take uh, Acts 16, verse 25, a little bit of a crisis there for Paul and Silas. They're down there at the jail, and they've been preaching. They didn't like their preaching. They put them in stocks and chains, and they've been beating their back and mistreating them. And the Bible said at midnight they begin to sing praises to God. And the Bible said the prisoners heard them. Did you know people hear better when there's a crisis going on? Did you know people have come near listening? If they have a crisis in their life, you don't believe it, ask that thief on the cross. The Bible says that God heard them singing. And the Bible said that God sent an earthquake and and the prisons were, the foundations were shaken, and the doors were open, and all the doors were open. And the Bible said that jailer who's in charge of all of that, he thinks all the prisoners are gone, and he comes running in there, and he comes falling down. Why? There's a crisis, and he comes running in there and falling down, and he says something he ain't never said in his life. He says, What must I do to be saved? He said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Now shall be saved. You see the good thing about getting saved in a crisis? Somebody else might get saved. The Bible said they took him. He took them. He wanted preachers to go home with him for supper. And he took them there. And he... Said, I want you to tell all my family how to get saved. 
And the Bible said that night they were all baptized because they all got saved. Amen. You say why? Because there was a crisis. Some people got saved in the summer of 2020 because there was a Christian witness in their life. Amen. Gracie got saved and Zoe got saved because Cheryl and I'd say Alexa but they had a witness in their life. They kept planting the Word of God. Amen. My little granddaughter Memphis, she likes to witness. And she witnessed to a boy, I think it was a boy that got saved back some time ago. That was during 2020, I think. And what I'm saying is some people get saved because God puts a Christian witness in their life. That's where you and I come in. Amen. And so, in the summer of 2020, there was some that did not get saved. But there were some that did get saved. But I want to tell you this, the Bible said the summer has ended. And we're not saved. But there's some that can still get saved. Now you can't get saved in the summer of 2020. It's ended. But I'm glad that that's not the only verse in the Bible. And the Bible said over in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4, Do thy diligence to come before winter. You can't get saved in the summer of 2020, but you can get saved before the winter of 2020. Amen. Thank God you can still be saved. You say why death hadn't come. Some of us look like it has, but it hadn't come yet. We're still living. We're still moving. We're still breathing. We're still hearing. You can still get saved. You hadn't crossed that point of no return. You can still get saved because the door of grace is not closed yet. Now, it may be about like that. I'm not sure it's like it used to be. When the church age first opened and the door was wide open, but it's closing a little bit all the time, but it hadn't shut yet. Remember preaching up the old building. It was Easter Sunday, the old building we had never built onto it yet, and it had a door like that set on this side, and if you opened that door, you'd be standing in the parking lot. And I was preaching that morning about five brothers that would not believe or receive an Easter message out of Luke 16, and I named all the brothers. And at the end of the sermon, I went to the door. I was going to use it as an illustration. And I said, the door opened the other way. But I said, folks, I said, the door is still open. And when I said that, a gust of wind come out of nowhere, 
jerked that door right out of my hand, slammed it back against the building, and I said, folks, I said, God is letting you know the door is open. Five adults came forward that morning and got saved by the grace of God. You say, why? Because the door was still open. You see, Matthew 25, 1-10 tells the parable of the virgins, five wise, five foolish. And you know the parable. But the Lord comes and, and there at the end, the Bible said there was some didn't have no oil. And they went out to try to find some oil for their lamps. But when they come back, the door was closed. The door was closed. You can still get saved. Death hadn't come. The door of grace is still open. You can be saved by trusting Jesus Christ plus nothing, minus nothing. Trust the Lord. Let me say this. You can still get saved because the strong delusions have not been sent yet. You say, what do you mean? The Bible says, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a fallen away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Antichrist. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you I told you these things. And now you know what withholdeth that it might be revealed in His time. For the mystery, A.D. 54. For the mystery, A.D. 54. Of iniquity doeth already work. Our Sunday school teacher told us today that we ought to earnestly contend for the faith. The faith. Not mine, not yours, but the faith. And right over that it says probably A.D. 64, 65, Folks, they've been contending for the faith for a long time and they'll keep doing it till Jesus comes to a greater or lesser degree. He said, For the mystery of iniquity do already work only who who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him who's coming is after the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this cause God shall, not has, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe, because they wouldn't believe the truth, that they should believe a lie and be damned. You say, what's that mean? God had not sent a strong delusion yet. What God sent right now is the gospel. Death, burial, resurrection of Jesus. Believe on the Lord and thou shalt be saved. But boy, once the Lord takes the church out, and you sit under service like this, and you heard and understood you're lost without God, and you understood today's a day of salvation because you may not even be here this evening. And you turn away God and the Lord comes. 
You know what's your next thing you'll be believing? You'll be believing that Antichrist is God. Because the real God will send you a strong delusion because you wouldn't believe the real God after the real God takes the church out. You'll believe the false God and be damned. Summer of 2020. The harvest is past, the summer's ended, and we are not saved. Some did not get saved in the summer of 2020. Some did get saved. We'll take them down on the creek bank this evening and we'll, we'll bury them in that watery grave in the likeness of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. They'll show the newness of life because they got saved. And maybe you'll be one of them you, you, couldn't, you can't get saved in the summer of 2020 this morning, but you can do your intelligence to come before winter. Amen. Father, I thank You this morning for the Word of God and liberty to preach. and Thank You for the Holy Spirit pointing my mind to these two verses. And as I preached it, Lord, out of my heart, I pray You put it in somebody else's heart today. Lord, it's of utmost importance today that You search every hard in this building. And Lord, if there's somebody here today that has never, ever been saved, may it be made plain to them by the Holy Spirit that to die that way they know have one ounce of hope. They would wake up in a lake of fire and be there for eternity. Lord, may You show them that. And then may You take them to a hill far away where stood on old rugged cross, but it's empty today because you died on that cross for our sins. They placed you in a grave and after three days you rose from the dead for our justification so that we could be saved. May they respond to that this morning and be saved by the grace of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's stand today. If you would please, if you'd like to come pray, you do that today.